1: To Pat and Stu, triple eight seven two seven back if you'd like to get in touch with us it's so there, good to see you today. Yeah, you're not ambivalent today? No. I'm oh, okay. Very, good. very happy they yeah. came. Why are it's you ambivalent? Of, not at all. That would be weird. I know. That's what I've always thought. But uh, hmm. Uh, all right. Apparently uh there's you know, the rise of Donald Trump has been accompanied by uh some murmurs of only in America, but The Trump phenomenon is better understood as part of a global trend, according to this article. The uh, return of the strongman leader in international politics. The return of the strongman! And uh, there are some strongmen right there to illustrate the point. It's amazing.
2: (laughs) I mean, and it's true, too. I mean, despite the stupid pictures, it's a it's a it's a certainly accurate sentiment. They use Vladimir Putin as one of the examples. Um,
1: Yeah. Putin. um, China. uh, What's what's his face in China? Mm -hmm. Xi. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, You know, it's it's kind
2: of that movement towards we don't think we can handle this. You know, Mm -hmm. we are only people and regular people can't handle their own lives. We need someone to do it for us. Mm-hmm. Um, please, strong man, take it over and make this better. That general vibe has worked out really well in the past. Really Yeah,
1: well. can you think of any examples where that's worked out nicely? <clears throat> I mean, you know, if by nicely you mean the death of millions... Uh, you can you can think of many examples. Well, yeah, but that, that's
2: not what nicely means. No, okay. Um, and so since so I can come up with none. All right. I can come up with examples where people um, uh, willingly gave away their power, mm-hmm. and that turned out well, one of them, uh, the United States of America, where George Washington probably could have been king mm-hmm. uh, for as long as he wanted. Yes. Uh, instead, he gave for up life. that power. Uh, and uh, instead, uh, the wonderful country flourished.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, there's one example, that's a, okay, but, but that, I mean, that's a little bit of the opposite. wasn't a strong man. No, but uh, it the opposite of a strong man. Y- yes, seems to be the, uh, the the tact we should go with. So, rather than leading the way, America has arrived late at this dispiriting party. Historians might one day highlight the year 2012 as a turning point. In May of that year, Vladimir Putin returned to the Kremlin as president of Russia. A few months later, Xi Jinping was installed as general secretary, Communist Party in China. Uh, both Putin and Xi replaced uncharismatic leaders, uh, Medvedev and Jintao, and moved swiftly to establish a new style of leadership. Uh, compliant media encouraged to build up a cult of personality, emphasizing the strength and patriotism of the new man at the top. This global trend is gathering pace, and last week the Philippines elected as president a... Uh, wow, I I didn't realize they'd, they'd elected him. I knew that they were... You know, he was a... One of the leading candidates. Sure enough, they elected uh, Rodrigo uh, Duterte, widely known as uh, Duterte Harry, replacing the cautious, technocratic uh, Benigno Aquino. Uh, This guy, I forget some of the things that he stands for, but he seems to um,
3: really hate certain segments of society oh yeah if I he's going all correctly. out he's clean he wants to clean the streets could crack drug dealers all of it he wants to clean them all out. he
1: talked about killing them, he's given
3: the right yes yes he's giving the police the right if you're uh if you're like a part of a criminal organization mm-hmm. or they or you appear to be part of a criminal organization uh you can shoot to kill wow uh, it is seemingly going
2: that way i mean the, we even talked about, and I, I don't remember if we've aired, we have a couple of dictators of the week that are airing in the Wonderful World of Sue this season. I don't remember which one's aired yet, but one of them is about the, the Ferdinand Marcos. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously not a good situation. He gets kicked out of Mel DeMarcos, hated by the country. Um, maybe not so much, because she's back in the House, and his son is back in the Senate. Now. Currently. Jeez. yeah, She's currently serving in the government, yeah, Mel DeMarcos. Um, so it's, this is, there, there's mm. always a desire, though. This is a very human desire. Um, for whatever reason, to turn your life over to... It's usually not an American desire. No. And that, that's, that's why America has stood out, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, we don't want to turn our lives over to some strong man who can figure everything out for us. Um, I think there's a little bit of a uh, reverse engineering of this theory here by Financial Times and that, like, let's be honest about it, Medvedev was not running the country when he was, pre- when he was president. There was a constitutional mm-hmm. uh, a, a, a rule... That said that you could only serve, I think it was two terms um, as, uh, as president. So Putin served two terms, installed a puppet for a term, and then mm-hmm. came back. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he was running the entire time. It's not, it wasn't the exact, I wouldn't say 2012 is a fair start of, the, of this uh, theory for Russia, but it does apply to Russia, certainly. I mean, they love Putin. Uh, and they love him because he's a strong man and takes care of all their "quote unquote" problems, which never
3: seem to get solved. But he does take care of them all. Well, my man in, in the Philippines is going to take care of it. Okay, he takes office on the, in the 30th of June. Okay, and this is what he told reporters: uh, I'm declaring Singapore-style war on anti-social behavior. Uh, promises to ban smoking, drinking, alcohol in public places, and to crack down on speeding and drunken driving. He pledged to restore the death penalty, allow police to shoot on site people suspected of involvement in organized crime. Parents who allow their children out after 10 p.m., prosecuted for negligence. Taxi drivers, compelled to carry change to stamp out the common practice of overcharging passengers. Huh. And I'm going to get tough on noise pollution, too. People need a good night's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: Wow. How, you're going to shoot suspected people on site? Yeah, well, if you're suspected of organized crime. Uh, okay. I actually think we should implement this rule in
2: this studio. Because uh, it would give us some freedom yeah, know, it would. to take care of some things this we've would. been
1: worried about. Yeah, you know? I mean, uh, you know what I'm saying, Pat? I think you have to prove something like that, though, No, no, right?
2: no suspect. Just no.
1: suspect. Mm-hmm. Just suspect. I
2: mean, this is the United States of America. You've got to prove. And not if we implement this rule. We just need mm-hmm. to suspect it and i suspect it strongly <laughs> um yeah i mean i don't know it's not a good thing it's not a good uh, global trend i will say
1: no and what's left out of this story is it's happening in america not because of uh, vladimir putin it's happening because of barack obama people are so pissed about what obama has done they're looking for some guy who's going to not take it who's angry like they are who's you know who's gonna restore america to her greatness and all of that stuff, that's, that's what this is about. It's about the backlash against Obama. It's not about Vladimir Putin returning to the Soviet Union or to, to Russia, uh, to prominence there. But, you know, it is, I think it does look like a global trend, however. I mean, that much does seem apparent. Uh,
3: kind of interesting. Which doesn't really bode well, though. Because no, it if you start getting uh, all these uh, strongmen, if they start to butt heads, Mm -hmm. Uh, It could be an issue. We actually might wake up to a a Mm -hmm. Trump tweet. Man, had to nuke the Philippines this morning. That guy really pissed me off last night. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag uh, new vacation home after we rebuild. I mean, we're so used to this sort of uh,
2: way people in the United States react to this craziness. You know, when he comes out and he says something, you know, that's bonkers and not true, we all go, oh, geez, this guy, he's. I don't think that's right. going to help him in the ele- general election polls going forward. That's how we deal with it. There's a lot of foreign governments that will re- declare war based on some of this stuff. Right? <laughs> right. Like it, He hits the wrong person the wrong way. Who knows what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you know, probably most usually cooler heads may prevail. But sort certainly hope. Right. Again, why do we have to hope for that? That should be something we're like. Oh, I really hope I can. I hope we don't nuke somebody tomorrow. That would be great.
1: Well, the uh, you know, I I had to drop a few H bombs on London because their mayor called me stupid, right? And uh, so he wouldn't take an IQ test against <laughs> me, so he's dead. <laughs> One thing I am interested with the, with the Trump thing, and I saw this a couple people bring this
2: point up, and and the uh, the Trump supporters come back with the same sort of answer, which is essentially when it comes down to it and he's in the White House, he will act completely a different way than than he's currently acting. Mm -hmm. It's like, first of all, where's the evidence of this? This guy's been in the public eye for four decades. Okay, and He's never changed. He's been doing the same crap for four decades. So there's, there's no reason to believe he's going to change his act now, number one. Number two, I do not want to put This sort of wager on the idea that in theory he might change into someone who can actually do this job. And then, third, if you like him the way he is and you've actually elected him, why do you want him to change? Like, I, it doesn't, none of it makes sense to me.
3: It makes no sense. And then all the stuff that he says that you love, and his supporters, that they love what he says, he says, oh, it's just a suggestion. It's a suggestion. I'm going to change it more eh, yeah, I could a know, I could change very, quickly, very quickly. I know. I said we're going to make America great again. That's just a suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what is there to like? I don't get it. I, you know, don't, I don't get it. I don't know. But I mean,
2: again, the, the, the primary is over, so what are you going to do? Uh, but you but know, it, it isn't it is. over. It is.
1: It's over. It isn't over. It's over. Virtually Sadly, over virtually over <laughs> except for Hillary and Bertie, Apparently, small group of uh, superdelegates could close the deal for Hillary, but they won't. Roughly 150 other uh, superdelegates positions given to party leaders and elected officials so far uh, decided to remain neutral in the presidential race. Some are from states that haven't gone to the polls yet, like California, New Jersey, South Dakota. But others have dug in regardless of uh, who voters in their state supported. And they're refusing to take a side yet uh, because of personal, professional, or uh, political considerations. And so uh, it's a, just a fraction, apparently, of the 700 superdelegates nationwide. But it's an important fraction because it's you know significant. It's 143. As of this morning, Clinton only needs 143 more delegates. Yeah, I think it's 150 total or something like that out of out, out line. So she eats most of them, but they could easily close the deal for her.
2: you mm-hmm. got to think, though, if you're an individual superdelegate, what's the upside? Like, you know, you might say, well, it's going to help Hillary and she won't have to spend against Bernie. Um, and that probably will happen. But, I mean, I can't imagine that she really, she's not really running that campaign anymore. I think the media wants you to believe it's still going on, so they have something to talk about. But in reality, it's not really going on anymore. He's pretty much retired most of his staff and and everything like that. He's staying in it. Um, you know, because he, I don't know why, because I think it's about Bernie Sanders at this point and he wants to maybe, uh, uh you know, keep the movement going and, and everything else. But I mean, Ted Cruz, when he lost his opportunity to, to, um, to, to win, he got out after Indiana. I mean, John Kasich, uh, got out, you know, only about six to seven years after he had a chance to win. So, I mean, I think uh, you're going to eventually, I'm not surprised he's staying in cause he's, he's still winning States. Um, but it's funny because I, I was watching an interview with Al Franken, which is, I think, the first time anyone's ever said that. Um, and uh, he was talking about, uh, he's, he's, got a, he's the most boring guy in the universe. But he was talking about how he was a, um, he's a superdelegate and he's a superdelegate for Clinton, despite the fact that Minnesota, his state, voted for Bernie Sanders by 22 points. And hmm. he's getting questioned about that. And his point was essentially, well, I'm a superdelegate. Like, I was elected by the people and i get to make my own decision and that's why we have superdelegates we don't have superdelegates so they just are de- regular delegates that just vote the same way as the state then we just have regular delegates i'm a superdelegate i get to come out and make my own my own opinion I'm, and that's my job and I, I think hillary clinton would be the best for minnesota it's like well you know, obviously he also has a relationship with her um uh, that is pretty close he's been talked about as a potential vice presidential candidate uh for for hillary clinton that would kind of uh, serve the Sanders wing of the party while having some media uh, acumen and uh, and some uh, showbiz uh, in, his, in his in his past. I mean he wasn't really good at it then even, but it least to he leave looks the dead. country if that happens. Al Franken as VP? Mhm. Uh, I
1: mean it is a leave the country it is a purple-ish state although it's still My pretty gosh. blue. My gosh. If if Al Franken <laughs> is the vice president of the United States of America we're done. I mean, we're done. At that point, it's just like, okay, we're, we're toast. Doesn't it say so, what a great
3: country we are, though? That no, it doesn't. Someone like Al no. Franken could be well, calm, It or? sure doesn't. It's comical. No. Because I remember
2: the comments we played from Josh Earnest the other day, where he said, oh, well, this is with Dan Patrick, the guy in Texas who came out against the right. law. And he said, just oh, this radio. is what happens. You get a right-wing radio host in government. Um, Al Franken was a left-wing radio host. Uh, I don't know if you know this. He was right. saying all sorts of crazy yeah. things on the radio. Uh, and now is a senator that you all really respect. He's been, you know, we've talked about this before. He's been, he's been behind the scenes uh, very, very liberal, very progressive. However, mm-hmm. he has not been as outspoken in the media as you probably would have expected as a guy coming from that background. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he came from Saturday Night Live and, and talk radio, um, you know, failing talk radio, but still talk radio. And then, you know, got a job as a senator inexplicably uh, in a election that was uh, even Jeffy. Uh, I mean, Jeffy's there, no doubt, but other people are even in the Jeffy circle on that yes. one. It was so uh, yes. he Yes, won by
1: what, like four and a half votes? It was
2: four and a half votes, I think, uh, which is weird because I don't know how you get a half vote, but he got one. Um, so, you know, it's just a weird uh, circumstance. But he held he's held the seat, and he hasn't been particularly controversial since he started. Just, you know, he shepherds some liberal causes through, but that's about it.
3: That's a good gig to have, though. See, that's the, I mean, he, he was smart enough to do that because if he becomes a loudmouth, right, then he probably gets shuffled out. Right, he's
2: Alan Grayson, right? I mean, Alan yeah.
3: Grayson is, is
2: Al Franken, except louder.
3: Yeah, because yeah. he gets shuffled out. He stay, if he stays mm-hmm. quiet, stays true, just keeps plugging along, you're there for 20, 25 years. Pretty, I mean, that's a good gig. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's doing. Yep. Triple Eight, 727 Beck, more patents, too, uh, coming up. I guess there's a,
2: you know, we should maybe talk about. Starting your emergency food supply with you my Think? Patriot
1: Supply, yeah. You know why? Why? Just because it's the time for their commercial. Plus, Al Franken might be the <laughs> vice president.
2: <laughs> That's a good point. Um, yeah, they uh, we've talked about this offer before. It's ten bucks. Mm-hmm. It's a seventy-two hour kit. Um, you know, my Patriot Supply knows preparation, and they know every level of preparation. They know mm-hmm. from if you want to, uh, you know, sock yourself inside of a mountain for the next fifty years or you want to have a 72-hour kit, a basic step, they're going to be able to do all of that for you better than anybody and for 10 bucks.
1: Yeah, this is their best deal ever. Uh, you instantly get 70, uh, 60% off right away, and so just 10 bucks, And it guarantees you can eat for 72 hours in the case of any emergency, whether that's just being snowed in for a weekend in the winter or whatever the case may be, you're all set for three days, whether it takes FEMA three days to get there or... Any sort of help where you've got, you know, food and and water is not available in your area. I've seen it happen in Houston during hurricanes. It's not pleasant. So you want to be prepared for it. Think about being in
2: Boston for the Boston bombing. Yeah. For example, you're at home and I know so many people uh, in Boston and New York that they don't have any food in their house. They they never consider Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) cooking food because they just order out every night. Um, You know, and then all of a sudden the government is coming to you and saying, hey, by the way, you need to stay in your house for a few days. Where, where, where there's a bomber running around shooting people. Uh, well, I mean, you know, that one didn't last uh, for a full 72 hours, but it would be nice to know that you have the security of being able to mm-hmm. feed your family in, in, in a case like that, and, and, you know, it's not isolated. Give him a call, 888-411-6844, 888-411-6844, or online at preparewiththeblaze.com. 888-411-6844, or preparewiththeblaze.com.
0: The founder of this company 10 years ago was trying to sell his house. And went through real estate agent after real estate agent and they were all talking a great game. And this guy who is selling his house, the founder of this, uh, this company, he's, you know, he's kind of an important guy and kind of, you know, should get the best treatment. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think three years ago. Their deal is their word is their bond. And they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a 1,000 agents across the country, and they are people that listen to this show. And so when you go through Real Estate Agents I Trust, it's sent to somebody who already, you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's got to be a better way. There is. Realestateagentsitrust.com.
1: talking about the party affiliation thing man like the trump phenomenon that that is one situation i just don't i don't understand it i don't get it unless the party represents certain principles that are really important to you why would you care at all which party wins it's meaningless right it's it's the republican party why would i care about that unless they push forward the values that i care about which they do not. So I don't care about them. Why would I care if they win? Why? And yet this weird, undying, unconditional loyalty to the party exists in so many. I I, I don't know why. Yeah, but uh, Trump. Oh, that's a good point. I hadn't considered that for a few minutes. Trump. But Trump. So uh, you know. there you go. Yeah, I yeah, Trump, you know. Uh, the openly gay pastor uh, who ignited a firestorm when he sued Whole Foods over the claim that, uh, we talked about this a few weeks ago, it was maybe a month ago, uh, said the supermarket chain stores sold him a, a cake with an anti-gay slur on it, uh and we said really at whole foods he did that and and we showed you the cameras and uh, everything and all the evidence that i mean it didn't happen well it didn't happen
2: i mean the first when it first came out before the cameras came out we all said that doesn't seem possible not at whole foods no not, and not I, I mean i would say not
1: anywhere not right. anywhere. i don't think right. you could get but that especially cake. not
2: at whole right. foods like if you wanted the cake made mm-hmm. with those words on it I bet we could go to 20 bakeries and none of them would make it. I bet
1: you're I right. I bet you're right.
2: right? I, mean, I, mean, I bet you could eventually probably find some bakery that would be like, well, you can put whatever freaking weirdo word you want on your cake. I don't care. But I mean, right. even if you went there and it said, I would like this cake to say this... You probably still couldn't get it made at most bakeries. So the idea that someone would do this as an insult, obviously they'd lose their job. I mean, mm-hmm. like it's so—it was so ridiculous on its face. Then you add in the fact that it's Whole Foods, which is like—you know, first of all, Whole Whole Foods. We shouldn't say that are liberal; they're a libertarian. You know, they're a kind of a left-leaning libertarian-owned uh, mm-hmm. company. Uh, but I mean, they've done some great things, that, uh, and and their owner very smart. And um, we've we've talked to him on the air before. Yeah, I actually um, like him. Yeah, I do too. I mean, he's like you know a little bit like on the left side of libertarianism, but an interesting guy, yeah, a guy who cares about people and but yeah. believes in free markets. And he's, you know? he's
1: uh, he created a great company. I, I, I like Whole Foods. Yeah, I like it a lot. I mean, you know, do you Not have to shop see? all the time there? But I like it. Yeah, uh, I really do like. It. I mean, it's good
2: for me because they have all the weirdo foods that I like. Um, but you know, it's it can be a tad pricey times uh, there's yeah. there's actually one uh, yeah, they can there's one in the basement of the time uh time warner center is that the one the one where you build a cnn building that's what it's called right now my, my wow i bet there.
1: that one's expensive holy <laughs> crap because it's like milk uh 29 dollars it's like for the, a it's quart. the only grocery store that you can go to when you're working there
2: basically because like there's not any another easy one it's so hard yeah. to get around in new york so it's in the basement of the building below a mall uh and it's super crowded Super packed, like super tight. Even though it's in a newer building, it's super like tight, um, and everything is like, I mean, it, it's hard to get out of there for less than fifty bucks.
3: Oh, I bet. I mean, it's oh unbelievable. my god,
2: it's unbelievable. And like, you know, you go in there and like, just Angelina Jolie walks by shopping. Like, mm-hmm. it's that type of place. It's like, mm-hmm. it's bizarre. Um, but uh, it is a, uh, I mean, you know, a hopefully- bottle
3: of water, thirty eight fifty. A loaf <laughs> of bread made by hand by a man in a wheat field yesterday, eight hundred and fifty two dollars. <laughs> yes, yes, it's that ridiculous. But I mean, again, it's your
2: choice to go there if you wish, uh, yeah. and I, I like it. And sometimes I go there, and, and I can spend some cash at that place. I, I definitely <laughs> drop some cash there. Yeah. Um, but it's a good company, and so and so and I I don't think. And there's it's no a Texas company in America, company,
1: too. It's yeah, a, you know, from Austin, uh, Austin Texas. Right? Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, there's no like company that.
2: in America, however, that would do that. Now, is it possible one employee who is a white supremacist somewhere sure. uh, could do it? It's possible. Um, I would Doubtful. say it's. I, there's, I would say there's no examples in how many years? Twenty years? Thirty years? Has it, I, I, has it ever happened? Right, where someone would write? And by the way, we're talking about the gay slur that begins with F, uh, that is uh, not something that is uh, commonly used anymore. It's certainly, since it's got, it's become a, a slur on the level that it's at, which is like probably right up there next to the N word. Yeah. I don't think it's occurred. Like, right. it's, it's just it's not done. And we'll do it anyway. You're, someone's coming to buy something at your place. Unless you were, like, trying to screw your company. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm quitting today and I'm going to screw my company one last time. Maybe something like that can happen. But Maybe. no one's going to write that on a cake to try to prove a point that they don't like gay marriage. It's so st- <laughs> stupid on its face and so then they released the video of it where you could see it's in a different box the box is sealed differently you don't mm. see the word at the from the top of the cake all the things that made it seem really unlikely that you know i mean basically proved he was lying um he tried to sue whole foods whole foods sued him back and uh posted the video said we will we will pro- we'll go uh after this guy eventually I mean, you could argue whether they went far enough. I think, you know, um, I don't think they they did. It would have been nice for them to follow up all the way, but they got to apologize.
1: Yeah. I mean, somebody's got to be made an example of and say, look, stop this. Stop this nonsense. How many stories like this have we had? Many over the last few years. Anyway, Pastor Jordan Brown admitted today I'm dismissing my lawsuit against Whole Foods Market. Company did nothing wrong. I was wrong to pursue this matter and use the media to perpetuate this story. I want to apologize to Whole Foods and its team members for questioning the company's commitment to its values, and especially the bakery associate, who I understand was put in a terrible position because of my actions.
3: That's pretty good. See, I mean, that's... Uh, but that's, yeah.
1: a, that's a, hey, uh, this is what you're going to do in this apology.
3: Yeah, here,
2: in like, fact,
1: we might write, Whole Foods may have written that. They may have. They may they have. They may have, and he just had to agree to do it. I yes. mean, I bet it was a negotiated statement. Yes. Um, because... I, and you go, do this, and we'll drop our
2: loss. Right, exactly. Uh, and, you know, that's how I'll these things happen bet all the time. You a million dollars. When you're caught, this is what happens. You yep. have to sign the Versailles Treaty. That's what happens. you got to do it. Uh, if you admit you're guilty.
3: Just say it. If you admit you're guilty, that's what happens. But what if, uh, Which he time? did. Which he did. I mean. He did. Uh, he said, I wish. Uh, he said, I'm
2: sorry for diverting attention from real issues. Um, he offered up apologies to his partner, his family, his lawyer, and his church. And uh, so there you go. I mean, that's not a surprise. Again, we had when we did this story came out, we read a list to you of I think it was eleven from uh, Ben Shapiro. He came up with Mm -hmm. eleven recent examples of these types of hoaxes that were that found out to be hoaxes. Um, It's it's they're kind of an amazing story. But you know, the media is so sensational. The left Mm -hmm. hops on board with these things immediately. This one probably less than normal because it was a bad target, Whole Foods, which is not a, a villain. To, if it was Exxon Mobil, they would have been all over this. But it was, mm-hmm. you know, it was a, it was a friendly right. company. Yeah, they
3: were put into a corner.
2: They yeah. didn't know who to attack. Right, they <laughs> yes. didn't know who to attack. Um, right. So this one did not get a lot. I think a lot of people had, you know, it wasn't subtle enough. Right, like every once in a oh, while right. you see like the um, the restaurant. Receipt where someone writes a bunch bunch of fat guys at table six. You know what I mean? As their name, Mm -hmm. and then like that's always posted and tweeted. And like one employee could have a private joke they didn't know was going to get out, and it gets out, right? Like that, you could see that happening. Mm -hmm. This is a public thing. You gave the man you're calling this word the cake. You handed it to him.
1: (laughs) Come on. What do you think? What is the? What was the goal here by this gay pastor? Was it to? uh create a firestorm of anger against so. he on heterosexuals. Whole foods Does yeah. he just want attention. I think both all that. I don't know about if it's he hates Whole Foods, but uh probably thought he
2: could get attention off of this. Really and, weird and draw attention to his issues and uh well we we see the
1: issues. In this day and age, don't you know you're gonna get caught if that's I mean that's almost a certainty.
3: Jeffy? That
1: it's gonna come out. In
3: this day and age, don't you know you're gonna get caught? Uh no you don't. <laughs> uh, no, you don't, Stu. Really? And uh, for the most part, uh, when you're doing some things that some people believe are a crime, uh, you never believe you're going to get caught. That's the whole reason you do it.
2: Okay. Thank you for that uh, in- interesting input there. All right. Uh, as usual, uh, it's another layer that yeah. maybe
1: the average viewer wouldn't understand.
2: <laughs> uh, from Jeff Fisher.
1: All right. The uh, Chicago, Los Angeles, Dallas, and Las Vegas. Uh, those cities have seen the worst um, skyrockets in the murder rates of any city in America. Yay. All of We're which experienced the increased, increased homicides in 2015, evidenced by accelerated murders in the first three months of 2016 as well. Uh, law enforcement officials and experts are saying the increase over the last year is due to many factors, including an uptick in gang and drug-related violence. Oh, or... Does the Black Lives Matter movement have something to do with it? Is that possible? I don't know. Maybe cops aren't quite as willing to be patrolling the neighborhoods that are most likely to have homicides. No, Uh, you think is. Does it affect them at all? I I wonder.
3: Does it say does it say that in here? Because I think one of the reports, the actual reports do mention that. It does say yet many cops believe and citizens
1: are now interacting differently since the rise of the Black Lives Matter movement.
2: Um, Have we uh, thought about
3: the potential idea that it's whitey? (laughs) <laughs>
2: we have and That's we thought about almost, the idea that
3: perhaps we need to ban guns that is yes
2: almost,
1: almost as powerful as we yeah did. but trump <laughs> it's not that good what about whitey what about whitey what about whitey? Whitey. what about whitey did he do it whitey's uh, been doing it here's, here's the answer whitey <laughs> killed everybody <laughs> in chicago <laughs> dallas las vegas and los angeles whitey yeah but whitey. yeah but whitey okay there you go more pat and stew coming up in a minute or two I don't care anything about Whitey. I'm saying bad guns.
2: Yes. Thank you, And ban ban Whitey. Finally, someone said it. And we can ban 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 guns. 727 back. Pat and Stu. I was uh, talking to uh, my accountant yesterday. Yeah. Um, because, as usual, I filed my taxes right on time. Oh, meets. Um, me now, too. the, the, the me weird too. new date. I mean, end of May is a weird deadline. It is a weird uh, deadline. I don't know when they changed that. Um, but, I don't uh, think they have. Uh, <laughs> but, but I'm following that same sort oh, of deadline. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know what's the great part about it is when you owe money, they just add the fees on when you don't file. Right, so because right. because they can borrow your money all year, yeah. But then when you borrow theirs for a couple of months, you've got to make they sure they the interest and penalties get all get all yeah. set
1: there. And so it's I find that irritating. Yes, I do
2: too. So
3: you've only borrowed it for a couple of months. You're still working on just like one year. Wait, what? are you saying you you haven't filed your taxes? Sorry, no, i was just asking a question. So I'm just just fascinated by this tax
2: question. <laughs> so I was. She lives in Connecticut, um, and she uh, uh, she said. It's there's just no summer coming. Like there's no spring. Right. It's just
3: cold all the time. It's, it's Pat Gray Amber Fisher weather, man. Yeah, it's, I yeah. would love that. Oof. Yeah, not me. I'd love oh, that. So ready to go. So then. in
1: Connecticut, it's cold still. Yes. I it's saw snowing. Yesterday, they got a huge snow. It looked like eight, ten inches in Maine. Right? Was it Maine? Yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, snow uh, was, uh, look at that. Yeah. Look at the snows they had in Maine yesterday. That was May. Sixteen. I mean, and that's obviously because the globe is warmed. So Thank much. you. Uh, and it's, it's warmed so much it's gone around the other way to cold. <laughs> cold. That's what happens. Uh,
2: we've broken this down for years, exactly. and everyone yeah, understands but, it now. Um, but yeah, I guess like you know, she's saying frost warnings overnight in Connecticut
1: in May, late I May. Love
2: it. What, isn't it late May? I don't Why know.
1: can't we get that down here? Mid May. I mean,
2: mid May. Mid May. Frost warnings.
1: Yeah. Overnight, that's amazing. That's,
2: that's amazing. That's
3: crazy. I mean, it's cooling down here in DFW too. still going to be in seventies tomorrow. Oh, the cold front pushes I like that, like that. 70s, 70s, seventies. I mean, seventies. No seventies. Once geez. that cold front pushes Come through on. with the storms this afternoon.
1: There. I will say though we've been pretty fortunate because usually by now it's in the 90s, mid 90s by now. But it yeah, is, and
2: I totally spirit. agree with the word, use the word fortunate there. I'm ready for it. Bring it on. No, thank you. Bring no. it on. I want pool weather. Please, no. I want to be in the pool. Please, no. I want to, I want no. it to be
3: very hot all It'll the time. Will be coming soon enough, Stu. But once it we will. get that It'll front come soon pushing enough. through the high country today, probably most of it will run south of Dallas. There's nothing I hate <laughs> more than Jeffy trying to be a weatherman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right. I
2: hate when Jeffy tries to feign knowledge about things he knows nothing about.
1: Yeah, well, he pretends he's a meteorologist, and he can talk. He's talk. a meteorologist, and he
2: also but pretends to be a doctor,
1: wouldn't. but he's not a
0: doctor. <laughs> no, he's not. Guys,
2: if you go into an office and he's in there, he's not, uh, a, he's doctor. not a doctor. He's not going doctor. to say he's a doctor. He's not uh, a doctor.
1: Dude. Uh, but <laughs> Perm Maine, saw seven and a half inches yesterday. Temperatures hit 15 Degrees below normal in cities across the Northeast. Mm. Well, 15 below normal. It's not that crazy. It's not cold enough to snow, is it? So, no. I mean, some of them must have had much colder than that. Mercury dropped into the 30s following a surprising blast of Arctic air. Same time, four and a half inches was recorded in the northern main town of Caribou.
2: Kind of interesting that anything would surprise them. Yeah. Uh, because they know everything, and they've told us over and over again that they know it all, and it's consensus, and it's settled.
1: But uh, things surprise them all the time. It's interesting. At the same time, however, and here's your proof of global warming. While this is going on in Maine, this is this is the weather weirding we're talking about. Right. In Fairbanks, Alaska, it
3: was 82 degrees. See? What do you have to say about that? Warmer
1: Still? than Dallas, Texas. <laughs> now, explain your way out of that, one, Stuber one, one, gear. That's one day. Right. One day that proves global warming. Yeah, but Trump... <laughs> <laughs> oh you make a good point there uh, also a parent sends a self-made permission slip to school let my kids run play climb trees oh, man.
3: That, parent, that parent needs to be arrested they need to be arrested they should send cps or yes. whatever whatever group takes care of kids in that state send it to their house immediately like you Maybe. don't know
1: the groups
2: that take care of kids in each state? i try to pretend I don't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Here's the note,
2: Uh, my children have uh, permission to climb any tree they so desire. In fact, I encourage it whenever and wherever they can, as long as they both shall live. I can think of a few things better than knowing they are spending their time playing outside in the fresh air, taking advantage of the beautiful playground that nature can provide, getting exercise using their imagination. Uh, chatting with their squad of friends. The squad thing we need to have a conversation about, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's starting to irritate me. It's starting to irritate the me. the squads? Yeah, the squad. Everyone's like calling a yeah. group of the friends the squad now. Yeah. And it's, it's, oh, really? Yeah, it's starting to drive me crazy. I didn't know about that. Phenomenon. It's a big Taylor Swift thing. Isn't, yeah. it? isn't that where it came yeah. from? I don't know. Uh, hmm. uh, All while Carving a Tree. By the way, uh, this says uh, as long as they shall live, it's okay for them to climb trees. I mean, probably at some point it becomes a little odd. Yeah. Like if you're like 80 yeah. and you're out climbing you climb trees, it's probably a little strange. Right. You're, probably, you're probably doing what Jeffy does with
3: binoculars in your hands and you I gotta window. tell you though, when I first turned 80, you, you don't wanna climb trees. At that okay, time. Yeah, it so just goes away at that point.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, sa- uh, this is sad because your first instinct wasn't to so, uh, so simply feel grateful uh... simply feel grateful that you got to witness the joyfulness that comes from such an innocent youthful activity and ridiculous because it must mean we've uh, become such a litigious society that you Mm -hmm. let your actions be driven by a slim possibility of a negative outcome a negative outcome Mm -hmm. for the school district by the way Mm -hmm. you're apparently less interested that my kids might get hurt in general so from this point forward i respectfully ask that you let my kids be kids the time that they have left to do so is fading painfully fast please don't shorten that time any further if his correspondence still doesn't help you calm your nerves about a potential lawsuit, uh, please find an official permission slip, admissible evidence in any court of law. Feel better? No? Well, then I suggest you climb a tree. It's really quite relaxing.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's cute, but I'm not kidding you. I'm surprised mm-hmm. the school didn't respond by saying, uh, This is a cute little letter, but uh, we know best what's for your kid. And if you well, don't like what we're doing, uh, go to another
1: school. I'm sure that's, that's the way they feel, and that's probably the way they'll conduct business with the kids once yeah. they're there. I well, mean, they're not going to do this, right? They're, they're, they didn't listen to this letter, did they? <laughs> I hope now, that's I a shocking so. outcome if that actually occurred. If they listened to the letter and allow the kids to climb trees, I'd, I'd be shocked. Yeah, I'd be very surprised mind. by that. I
2: mean, and you know, look, I understand it. I, you know, the problem is uh, without this letter, you your assumption is uh, if something happens to a kid, uh, you're you know you're going to the parents going to sue. I mean, yeah. we had a, my daughter Ainsley goes to a little uh, church, uh, little preschool thing. Mm-hmm. And she um, is known at the school uh, as the wrecking ball uh, because she just runs essentially full speed into anything, uh, head first, just doesn't care. She's just, no fear, wild. And uh, she uh, decided to go head first into a stair the other day, um, uh, going climbing up a playground. So she came back with a big, like, bruise in the middle of her forehead. Man. Uh, And bad enough that, like, you know, it was she's fine but we mm-hmm. had to go pick her up from school and then she you know she's she shook up a little bit but it's like you could hear the fear in the teacher's voice when they call because they just assume the parent's going to jump to freak out you didn't even look at my it's your fault you know we're going to sue you yeah. like they just it, that is mm-hmm. their natural reaction to it and i can understand that reaction i can understand them being protective of themselves mm-hmm. because even i mean like you know and you go to the like the playgrounds now they're all like you know cushy and every once in a while there's like a metal step and you just walk in there and you're like why would they put that metal step in there why would they do that
1: (laughs) we you know i grew up in montana and we uh my grade school uh was on a hill and to stay above the gunfire or yeah to stay above the gunfire and so there there was a grassy hill that went almost straight down on the side of the school (laughs) and so when it snowed and got really cold these great oh, ice, uh, slides. ice slides yes. formed on the side of the hill that we just took advantage of and where did the ice slide end in the street and we <laughs> slid down you had those, to watch out and see if
3: cars were coming if Try the car
1: to... was coming you waited a second and then you slid down the ice or oh, you tried into to the make street. it or you or tried, you to, tried, make,
3: you tried know, to make it. I could beat that one. He's two blocks down.
1: Or you got hit by a car. <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> yeah. And your parents will be pissed at you. Occasionally. And your parents be would be dead. pissed at you though. For, I mean, what are you doing? What do you think? Once
1: thinking? in a while the car can't stop and you get hit by a car. It happens. I mean, the things we did. We played football oh, all the time on the grass out there. We we slid down the side of the of the hill into the street, played tetherball, got a broken nose. I mean, you know, it used to happen all the time where kids would get hurt at school. And nobody got sued over that. Yeah. Nobody. It wasn't the way was we reacted. It just didn't happen that way when you were, we were you, kids. You were dependent on. Even
3: two, when you were a
2: kid. Even was, how, yeah, I mean, You
3: know, 15 years later than fast, when I was. Think how fast that has happened.
2: Yeah. I mean, because I, I, I can remember, you know, we've talked about this before, like walking home from school, which was several miles, you know, after I got right. detention, which was eh, pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and would walk back from school and like i'm thinking to myself even when i did it in my teens like I, I like 13 years old or something like i can't even imagine today that like your kid is going to be walking all the way through town at even 12 or 13 years old like it seems
3: oh well i mean crazy. yeah i mean my, uh, but, my, I mean, it's my youngest son maximus is 14 and i don't know that i could see him walking from here to our house you know where we live in New Mexico. From these studios to New Mexico. That's really far. When we I know, but when we were you know, when we were fourteen, hundred and fifty years ago, we'd do oh,
1: it. Oh, you wouldn't walk that far though, yeah, right?
3: Yeah. I mean that's all oh, we that's had
1: far. We had bicycles. Would you would you ride your bike for... I mean, no. that's, a, that's 25, miles. 30 miles. No, no.
0: <laughs> that's 30 yes. miles to your house.
1: No way did you bike 30 miles. Mi- you haven't biked a combined 30 miles in your life. <laughs> that's not true.
3: <laughs> yeah. That's not that's true.
1: That's 100% true. And there's the there's the evidence of it. That's not true. Not, well, there too, but right there. <laughs> right there.
3: Right there. Right there. Oh, look, I, mean, I haven't bicycled in a while. I
1: mean, that's... <laughs> Really? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I know it's a surprise. I mean, in a while, eighty-nine years ish, ish, and that general vicinity, in the, yes. the city, triple eight seven two seven Beckmore patents, do come on. 727 Beck. It's Pat and Stu. We're just talking? continuing our discussion on. You know, and we've talked about this before, I know. But it's it's so amazing how things have changed since we were kids. And we... Jeffy and I were kids earlier than, obviously, Stu. A couple of years. A well, few years.
2: It was, yeah, it was a, a it's little 12 separation. To 12 to 15 separation. years separation. And then another 100 and years. Then another, <laughs> yeah, 150 to
1: 200 years yeah. with him. I mean. uh, but...
2: But we gotta do that segment, by the way. What was Ben Franklin really like? You gotta well, at some point. We're I gonna can't do wait that, for that. I'm, I'm excited
1: <laughs> to hear. Because I'm interested. We used to walk all over the place I- I- during the day. My, both, my worked. both my parents were. Both my parents were at work. They had no idea where I was. No, not even close. All day in the summertime. I mean, my friends and I would go anywhere and everywhere. I mean, usually we were playing tennis or basketball or baseball whatever. or whatever. But I mean. We could have been doing anything, and they wouldn't have known. I know. They had no idea where we were. It's amazing. I I would never allow that with my kids now. Really, Pat? I'm surprised to hear that. Never allow that. I mean, really. I mean, I told this story before. I can't let them walk half a block. My 16-year-old daughter, I don't let her go alone half a block. I mean, that's just uh, a little... To the neighborhood pond. That's a little (laughs) out of control. (laughs) That is. I I recognize that. It does seem a little out of control. She's 16. She can drive, right? Yes, technically, Mm -hmm. but I haven't allowed her to do that yet,
2: either.
1: (laughs) Um, I'm probably going to be the same way, so I can't. uh, can't, Oh, I most
3: definitely definitely
1: am. How how did that happen to us? I guess we just went along with society and the change there, right? I think so, because we've had Lenore Scanese on before. That's her name, Lenore
2: Skenazy, and she, she was famous as the worst mom in America uh because free range mom she she calls she runs an organization i called free range kids right. yeah. and uh she was called the worst mom in america by multiple blogs and news sources because she let her son who was i believe nine or ten years old ride the new york city subway system by himself now i would never do that you don't even ride the subway by yourself no and <laughs> you're older no. than nine yes um, and so she but she was like look you know we've been on it he knew it he understood the system um, we had r- written it together many times uh, he knows how to deal with people and I, I trust him and it's like "Now, it, well
1: you, you trust him you don't trust the people around him exactly
2: but go back 30 We're years together. 40 years yeah. You're still, you know I mean you know, the New York City subway is, is the height of this which is why she was called the worst mom in the world or, or whatever but it's like she it, it's the same it's the same concept You know because he was a city dweller he was used to uh used to the subways um but i mean it's the same thing we're feeling right now like she you she'll come on and we should have her on the show at some point we should she's great and she comes out. Every time I talk to her, she makes points that make me think, "Yeah, this is just stupid. I should just, I should just let my kid go out right now. He's four. Just let him roam around the neighborhood. Nothing's ever bad going to happen to him." Because there's a legitimate statistical arguments. Uh, they're arguments that conservatives should connect with. They're, you know, wait a minute. Why did everything change? Why all of a sudden do we believe everything? There's a scary boogeyman around every corner. Like that's not the way the world is. People are generally good people, um, and it's true. However. It has not stopped me from being a person who does not want my son to go down in my driveway, uh, you know, in his
3: big wheel because he's going too fast.
2: You know, it's like it's it doesn't. You just feel the need to step in and protect at all times. Well, you
3: know? that, maybe that's because we we have we've been forced to believe we have to be with them all the time. I mean, think our parents were like, they weren't there. That's the big difference, right? I mean, we, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a big difference. Our our parents were either working or they weren't there or they were, hey, no need to come home unless there's blood. Yeah, I'll see see you
2: tonight. Uh, Unless unless there's blood, I don't want to see you. Yeah, see you at dinner. Dinner's at six. See you then. Even that. Um, and it's come, you're right. It's come to a point now where like you know you you kind of expect you're expected to be with them all the time. Right. And obviously, it, it, the kids. My kids are young enough that that's of course true. But as you grow up, like I don't see myself getting over it easily. Um, you know, I, you can't, don't. I I see myself much more Pat Grayish than in mm-hmm. m- in what my head I feel like is pro- like I I feel like she's right. Um, it, like yeah, she is right? But you know, like all the crime rates have come for, down. Like she brings up points, like all the crime rates have come down since these periods where we used to let everyone just go around the it's true. But all, neighborhood. True, the
1: neighborhood is different. Yeah, yes, in it is. The subway. Yeah, yes, it that's is. It's an extreme, but it was uh, her neighborhood. Uh, uh, that's really extreme. When you're letting them get on the subway and and go somewhere else. Yeah, and, but I mean, I, I mean, it's subterranean. No, I, I don't know why. You I didn't even go on the subway when you were to right. <laughs> Ever, right? right? Never. I never once rode subway. I mean, we sub- rode it every day, pretty much. I mean, w- eventually we
2: got lazy enough to try to get, get cabs because we didn't want to walk <laughs> to the subway. But, I mean, when we wanted to save money, we would go to the subway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, I mean, you, you got used to it. You know, you get used to this. You know, it's not a pleasant experience. It smells a lot. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you'll see giant rats. Rats. One time I was sitting yeah. on the subway and it was stopped at a, at a stop. And I just looked over There's a big pile of trash. And all of a sudden the trash just started moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like big giant like rats mm-hmm. walked out of the bags, and I was just like, "Please, don't walk out of the train right now," because the doors are just open. It was we one see of those, videos like, all the time of them walking on the train. Oh too. yeah, and they will, they will walk out of the trains. I mean, if...
1: Oh, we just had a video of them attacking a guy that was sleeping on a train. Did you see that one? No. I don't yes. Remember that. I don't yeah, but that one. It was kind of creepy. 727 mm. uh, back. There's more patents too. Ooh, uh, just around the corner now. Thank you. Look at that. Yeah. Dude.
2: That. We could say, hey, yeah, we had a meeting. What are you guys doing? Why are you? Hey. And then I was like, There's... well, you should just bring the pizza
1: in, even if we're on the show. And he did. Oh, I'm not. And that happened. He just walked right by me. Yeah, I suppose you. Mm-hmm. you wanted us to get some pizza. Uh, yeah.
3: But, like, we didn't want you to year it at all.
1: Okay. Uh back. You know, last night on his TV show, Glenn pointed out that we're following in the footsteps of Venezuela. Which is probably not a good thing, but uh, he'll discuss it here.
0: Right here. Right Um, right there. Tonight I've been talking to you a little bit about Venezuela, because America is on the same path that Venezuela went down. Um, But remember, there are progressives in both parties, and they are the ones that want big government. And big government is the problem, because the two railroad tracks, the, the two rails, if you will, is fascism and communism. But they both have seizing of property and uh, seizing of rights at the bases. We haven't even realized, most people haven't even realized Um, that we're on the same path. Hugo Chavez came into power offering something Venezuelans had been begging for. An end to the two-party system because it led to corruption. uh, And he had a bold promise of bringing transparency now to the government. That's the path we've been on for a while. And you you don't have to go back very far. You can see it in what's happening now at the voting booths. And also in 2009, the administration was following the Chavez playbook He came into power promising an end to corruption with unprecedented move towards government transparency. Remember? But the way to make a government responsible is not simply to enlist the
3: services of responsible men and women or to sign laws that ensure that they never stray. The way to make government responsible is to hold it accountable. And the way to make government accountable is make it transparent so that the American people can know exactly what decisions are being made how they're being made, and whether their interests are being well served. Let
0: me say it as simply as I can. Transparency and the rule of law will be the touchstones of this presidency. Can I ask you a question? Do you, when you think of the Obama administration, do you think anyone thinks transparency and rule of law? Chavez rode the same wave into total transformation of that country. Forget the Constitution, forget the Senate. Chavez would rule by decree. He seized control of the oil and gas industries. He set price controls. And when the country began to splinter, he used that chaos to seize even more power. Now, this president hasn't been so bold to completely trash the Constitution as Chavez did, but the list of direct constitutional violations goes on and on Obamacare, DAPA, EPA, net neutrality. For Chavez, it took an attempt, a coup, to take him out to enable the full takeover and implementation of his socialist project. You need a crisis. Back here at home, the U.S. government bailed out the banks and we had a crisis on the street. Occupy Wall Street and the Tea Party began protesting. Not everybody was protesting for the same reasons. But what has been the result? Remember, they came in promising to end corruption, increase transparency, and, and take care of the two-party system while making sure of pulling people out of poverty. The same thing. We bailed out the banks. That led to a coup after the, everything uh, crashed in his country. It led to a coup with ja- uh, Chavez, a coup which allowed him to come back and seize power. We had Occupy Wall Street and the Tea Party. And remember, we were together at this time, and remember I kept saying, Peace, 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 peace. Don't strike out. They want you to strike out. I believe they wanted somebody to get violent in the streets. It's still going on because they have everything in place. So he seized power and then he, he seized the telecom industry. Well, what did we do? EPA is seizing our, our power, really power industry, going and just making edicts of saying uh, that these people who are here illegally are suddenly legal. That is in the Supreme Court right now. How about what he did on Friday, where he issued, quote, an edict, a wide-sweeping edict that told everybody what bathroom they now can use. The Obamacare tax on states, that's in the Supreme Court right now. All of these are getting rid of Congress. If this one stands and this one stands in the Supreme Court, Congress literally is irrelevant and the Constitution is over. He sees the oil industry. We're going to have a crisis. And I'm telling you, the banks will be nationalized. More and more open talk of Socialism and Marxism from college students to presidential candidates. More and more people saying they will do whatever I tell them to do. And what both parties have in common is they are both preaching big, gigantic government. For all of this to happen, all we have to wait for is chaos yep
2: and there it is I'm talking about um, geez for how long now has we been talking about that I mean it, it really it does just take that step you have a uh, the whole system is set up to uh-huh. kind of put this in motion if uh, you don't uh, have principles, which we don't obviously at this point so uh chaos happens, you have a strong man take over, and all these things start to occur <clears throat> um, it's uh, it's not as likely as it here as it is in other places but I mean, I don't know if the Constitution has any hold on America anymore.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I, it doesn't. It clearly doesn't, which is why, uh, you know, we've got plans for a depository for gold in Texas, uh, tex- where Texans would store the gold and precious metals. And uh, it's been in the works since State Rep Giovanni Capriglioni from Southlake, whom I know. Do you know Giovanni? I do Yeah, he's a good guy. I see his sign every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean he, he's a he's a good guy he, he asked lawmakers to create the facility last year under the new Texas law the Comptroller's office is working to create the state's first bullion depository which would hold deposits of gold and other precious metals from financial institutions cities school districts businesses are there school districts with gold bullion <laughs> are there really that I mean I don't think so maybe. Businesses, individuals, and countries at a location yet to be determined. Uh, storage fees will be charged, perhaps generating revenue for the state. For instance, Texas pays about a million dollars a year to store its gold in New York. And that revenue could instead come to Texas. Why not? It's a good idea. Seems like, wasn't it the University of Texas that asked for all their gold back? Yeah, was, yeah we had that story a couple got of years it, right? ago, right? Yeah, as they far as it. I know, they got it. Oh,
3: really? Did they get it? I, I, I thought so. I thought at least they, they got some it.
1: of it. I'll, I'll check it.
2: Right yeah, now. check it out. I remember them at first. I they saying, they like didn't they get didn't get it all. Get it. They may have. They maybe did get some of it, but I, I don't think they got all of it. Um, it will be interesting to, to to see that happen. I mean, it's a good place for it. I think you'd have um, yeah. confidence that it would be uh, protected and um, as far from the reach of the federal government as possible.
1: He says, uh, "I'm optimistic that the depository will be up and running." By the end of this year or beginning of next year, the most important factor is making sure the process is completed with considerable thought and care. Uh, yeah. You, you wanna, if you're going to have a gold depository, you want it to be thought out pretty well. You probably well, want some security. One of the first things you know? you're thinking about is, do you want to
2: move a gold depository closer to Jeffy? And the, pro- I, the answer to that mean, probably is
3: no, right? Probably is no. Yeah, probably oh. is. I think, that, I think uh, actually the local radio is talking about putting it... Uh, Keeping it in a brewery so people in Texas would just show up and drink beer and look at the gold. I thought that was a good idea. Why? <laughs> just keep it, make money. You'd be able to generate a place to keep it safe, and just be, oh, Texas Brewery show up let people get drunk. It's okay, just, look just at a weird gold. idea, and you're
1: you're like agreeing with it. Uh, I was, think it was a good idea. Was it, why? Oh, um, I don't know. I can just hear you on the way oh, in. So <laughs> I got, I got Eighteen. <laughs>
2: Uh, I gotta bring that one up on the show
3: (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was a a good idea idea. wait so the
2: idea is that you would go Uh, like the visual stimulation of this bar would be our gold supply
3: (laughs) yeah
1: and so you'd have a bunch of drunk people (laughs) around the gold supply I'm I'm not sure I'm liking Uh, that frankly
2: uh, I I will say it's not your worst
1: idea Uh, (laughs) you know you've done worse (laughs) plus it's not your idea (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> came from some host on some I just local like the radio station.
2: Why? why do you like I the idea? I don't know. know
1: why I don't you know. like it just
3: the me now. Funny. <laughs> it just struck me funny that it'd be a way to <laughs> generate some revenue. Did keep you hear the it? On the, did you hear it on the local Dallas station whose uh,
1: show host hates us, or is it uh, no, the other some one. other one? Yeah, okay.
2: That's the other one. So right. you So you're the, the idea here oh, is that we would. <laughs> We would, it's just a we, stupid
3: radio idea.
2: We would put our gold supply worth billions and billions Maybe not of, dollars, all of it. dollars right near people who were drunk, who would not be acting not responsibly. Be able to break right where the gold right. is. How would they see it? We're just gonna have like mile-long, thick windows of a, a TV camera. You know
3: that? what? Yes, yes, Stu. That's what we're gonna do.
1: <laughs> do you regret bringing that up? No,
3: because no, I still no. think it's a good idea.
1: All right, I do think. Uh, <laughs> I would say
2: that one, the one thing that you should bring to the table a little bit more is regret. You should consider regretting things you do and say more often. Yeah, that's yeah. probably true. By the way, that's we are just true. moments away from our uh, new Jeffy segment. Uh, and the Jeffy segment is Jeffy pulls a couple stories, and we don't give him any restrictions. They're just whatever stories Jeffy thinks are important in the world. Mm-hmm. And I happen to know that our new Jeffy Open is done and ready to fly today. Oh, my God! Uh, I, I oh, maybe I got a little preview wait. yesterday. It's very solid. What? Is it? I bet. Is it as good as the live version, though? I think it is. Really? I think it was taken
1: directly from a live version. Um, <laughs> you know this is going to be good, though. It's going to be good, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's going to be good. Uh, okay. Uh, also, threats emanating from the Middle East, including those caused by ISIS in the Syrian war, uh, they can't be contained and therefore require united states to significantly ramp up military commitments in the region you know pat they should just put a brewery right by the isis war and have people just watch it <laughs> i think that's a good idea that's a, that's a i good heard idea. that on the radio this morning and i thought what a good idea yeah put a brewery there like a texas brewery yeah right and call it
2: like syrian war cafe and then people <laughs> gonna sit there and he drink a beer
1: a bunch of texans watch the war while it's occurring
3: that's i think a it's a good, good idea yeah <laughs> Did you hear that anywhere, or did you just come up with that? Yeah, yeah I on, on the way. <laughs> <laughs> BP
1: or Cliff or one of those. I them? don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Maybe. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, why would you resist that idea?
3: Electivization and manufacturing? Is uh, that what it would probably be? Probably more <laughs> the
2: institutionalization of the human psyche, <laughs> is probably what I would say. I don't know. Um, but yeah, sure. it's uh, not containable in the Middle East. Uh, that's a, it's a, it's an interesting uh, development, because I thought we were winning. I was under the impression we would stop them.
1: Oh yeah, we dead deaden their tracks. Um, it was kind of um, all set. I, you know, for for one thing, they're just a JV team, so why would you need to stop them at all? Right. I mean, who worries about JV teams? I, not Kobe Bryant. No, Kobe Bryant doesn't care about no. The he does No, he doesn't. Uh, so we shouldn't care about ISIS. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now or ISIL. Are they? If they're not containable, and this is according to the Washington Free Beacon. And a report that they found, uh, which has been endorsed by a number of ex-Democrat officials, including a Clinton administration aide, implying that the Obama administration's policies towards Syria and the Middle East in general have been weak. No question about that. But do we want to commit troops to the region? And that's kind of what this is implying, that we would have to ramp up our military there. I I don't know. Is is that what we want? I mean, I I could say I could say right now I'm ruling it out completely. Troops, troops out. Because because I don't want Barack Obama
2: him in. I don't want Hillary Clinton sentiment. I don't, don't want, want Donald Trump, Trump sentiment. So no, you don't trust any of the guys. Just keep them alive and keep them here. I don't right. trust any of those guys running exactly the military right. anyway. So, no thanks. No thanks. Triple uh,
1: eight. Yeah, that's right. More patents to coming up in a minute. <laughs> what you should do is go to a brewery.
2: <laughs> that's a great idea.
1: Watch us on the brew at the brewery. Watch us eat pizza. i store gold. Patton to triple eight seven two seven Beck. I, I don't get what's happened uh, to America <laughs> or the world. I guess this is going on in Barcelona. Doctors in Barcelona claim that uh, parties are taking place where people are playing sex roulette. Uh, one of the people in the group has hiv and so you just start having sex with people and you don't know like a loaded gun with one bullet in the chamber you don't know if you're having sex with the hiv positive person or not (laughs) is that great uh i
2: jeffy count me uh yeah first of all jeffy Uh, Jeffy? how many sex parties uh roulette because you're you're the bullet right <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: will we get syphilis this time
1: <laughs> gonorrhea herpes what will it be
2: I will say I am a, a, a harsh a hardcore skeptic on this story I do not actually
3: buy I it. don't know that I buy it either
2: you don't believe it no. actually I, happened it it's like it feels like one of those scare
1: stories that like you know they're trying oh, the new trend among youth is And, yeah. like, uh, and, and then heartbreak. they woke up in a tub right yeah. with nothing but a <laughs> right. scar where their kidney
3: <laughs> used to be that's and what it feels ice. Like. <laughs> One bucket of ice, <laughs> yes. just enough to keep them cool before the emergency room showed up. Okay. The emergency room showed yes, up? Yes, the emergency room <laughs> showed the up. It's a whole room wow. now. Wow. It's a whole room
1: now. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. It's a big vehicle. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. That's, yeah, they
3: have to have the big vehicle. now. <laughs> that's got to have know. It, so it'll carry fat. Because they got to get a whole room. Yeah, plus gotta, uh, it's got to so. be able to carry fat people.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh. the thrill apparently comes from knowing you might be infected. Uh, People who claim to have attended such parties say Uh, Dr. Joseph Malolos of Hospital Clinic Barcelona says that the parties are a sign that people have lost respect for HIV. There is everything sex roulette parties or sex parties where you can only attend if you already have HIV. Uh, He says that some of the parties are known as blue parties because attendees take antiviral
3: medication to cut the risk of transmitting the disease. Jeez. Do I believe that there are sex parties with uh, mm. everyone who has HIV? Sure. Um, I don't know that I buy the Russian roulette sex party.
1: Yeah, that seems. I don't know. It's, it does seem unlikely. Yeah, it does seem unlikely. They say last year a Serbian stripper named uh, Tijuana. And she's
3: a, she's okay. <laughs> she was a good girl.
1: Claimed that the parties originated in Serbia and were named Serbian sex roulette after Russian roulette. This bizarre variation that seems uh, popular for extreme sex. People who turn up for the party wear masks and one of them has HIV. The wealthy organize these parties for other rich people. The real kick for these people is apparently the risk that they might be the one having sex. Now, I'm thinking, um, you know, if they get it, that's not really a thrill. Isn't right. It? i mean Right. Why? Right. So weird.
2: I, I just, no, I, don't. I just don't buy it. Do you, you don't buy it, Jeff? No, and, no, I do. Not. I, I think, uh, Jeffy, you this buy this
3: everything. This How do you not buy it? I already said. I already gave you the sex party part of it. I believe absolutely. There's sex parties going on all the time, and I'm sure that there's sex parties all the time. I mean, who had does, hasn't been invited? If you, hey, if you've got HIV, come to the party. Who hasn't been invited to those?
1: <laughs> but, well, I, for one. I mean, Scoop. I'm just saying.
2: C- can you can you run through that scenario one more time? <laughs> I'm curious to see. What, what scenario is that? The scenario you said that you <laughs> who hasn't said, who hasn't scenario? been invited
3: yeah. mm-hmm. to a party. Hey, if you've got HIV, come to the party.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your I, life I, experience is different mm-hmm. than others. Mm-hmm. Um, many others.
3: I didn't say I went.
2: You're just saying you were invited to him. Yeah, I mean, okay. who hasn't been invited? All right. You're going to be surprised to hear most people. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah I just don't, I, I don't know. I'm, try, I, I'm trying to see if there's anything, in, like, hardcore that says this is. It does say that, I read, there's one story in here that said that it was mentioned in Weekly World News in 1999. As oh, a thing. come on, really? Yeah. Um, but I mean, so, I don't know if so this is ti- Whatever, right. so it's making the rounds. I mean, I'm oh, sure. Oh, if
1: that's th- Weekly World News,
2: please. Well, it's not it's from not Weekly yeah, It's not true. Yeah, it's not the source of this story. Right. No, but, uh, I know. From the deal but, but, but
1: if it circulated initially, somebody else finally picked it up and started running with it again. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, it just does not feel No, it, it doesn't feel, doesn't feel yeah, real. I don't
2: no. know. I mean, doesn't. I don't
1: know. Because uh, why would you? I don't care how rich you are. I don't care how bored you are. Nobody wants HIV, right? No. I mean, if you if you don't want to live anymore, there's better ways to go
3: than HIV/AIDS.
1: I'm right. just saying,
3: you know. You, uh, and if you're if you if you're participating in sex parties, I mean, for the most part, uh, if you're doing it uh, of your own volition, you want to live. You want to enjoy the sex parties. You don't want it to stop. <laughs> you have such an interesting perspective. Nice. I mean, you know, I'm right no
2: no no one no one thinks you're right
1: can we go back to okay sex roulette party planner is what you are now
3: <laughs> i mean i guess i could be have you planned a few of those not that i'm talking about No. all right okay also uh
1: australian athletes of the olympics in rio will be supplied with condoms that manufacturers say will offer near-complete antiviral protection against the Zika virus. Near. But near. Can't you also get the Zika virus from mosquitoes? Yep. Yeah, I, so you don't have to have sex to get it, right?
3: No, but you just have to make sure that if you see a mosquito coming, you put a condom on that stinger real quick. and <laughs> <laughs> make, a little, sure, a teeny, make sure tiny they don't st- bite you unless they've got a condom on that right. thing uh the australian
1: olympic committee announced the health measure for what's going uh, on with this show olympics in a statement on monday
2: i mean this is the jeffy segment isn't it no,
1: <laughs> no it is not oh well let's make it the jeffy yeah, segment it could be sure all right all right we need the jeffy segment uh, production <clears throat> jeffy segment production please all right right now oh, here I'm are not. some stories that jeffy found and felt like sharing with us <laughs> so, so we don't have to talk anymore
3: <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right jeffy is here <laughs> go ahead jeffy that is stupid so <laughs> yeah but uh, I mean, great
3: That's fantastic mm. i mean that is fantastic all right well let me i had a couple stories uh, saved here for the segment <laughs> you
2: don't have to tell us that it's your segment we expect you to have stories saved for the segment really you don't have to, you don't have to walk us through the process that you have your i have mm-hmm. opened on uh, my computer i have stories to talk about that's the point of the segment So you don't have to walk us through the process of how you came up with them or I plugged in my computer and charged it so I can read these stories today. We don't need to know about
3: that. We just need to know what the stories are.
0: Hmm.
3: Okay. Well, let me tell you the one story then. And we'll go to the next one after that. Do you want them in order? Just give them. (laughs) Do I want them in order? I don't know what they
2: are. How would I know what order they were supposed to be in? Why would I request them to not be in order? I don't know.
3: That's why I was asking.
1: I hate you so much. It's unbelievable.
3: Just give them in or out of order. <laughs> Just How would that be? Talk
1: about something.
3: Okay. Uh, Pornhub, the website uh, Pornhub. Uh, as long as we're on the, you know, sex okay. party sure. mm-hmm. uh okay. Pornhub is offering up to twenty five thousand mm-hmm. dollars to those who discover security flaws on the site. So they want people to go into Pornhub and try to find security flaws. And if you find it, you're supposed mm-hmm. to alert them and let them know what those flaws are, and they'll pay how do you, you for that. How do you find security flaws? Like hacking? Yeah, the hackers. You hack in and try to and hack through for not paying for videos and whatever else they do on that site. Uh, I wouldn't know. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I didn't say it like that. That was I just, really I was, convincing. Okay. <laughs> Clarify. It was really convincing. But if I, let's say myself, were uh, running a website that had that offered adult content, yeah yes similar to Pornhub that right. would be considered maybe Pornhub competition right mm-hmm. and you went into Pornhub and found security flaws why wouldn't I pay you more money than Pornhub to let me know what those are on Pornhub
2: so you're saying, so you're saying people will try to hack Pornhub and then go to you and say hey
3: is what I found was wrong with Pornhub I'll pay you to know here it is and what like what, what, so you can hack yeah Pornhub? So I mean so we could use it and destroy our competition
1: what would you What would you do to them if I'm just saying that it's possible? Would you put today. clothes on all their models or? <laughs> <laughs> the worst hack of all time you know to just we, all the porn models we did we hacked in and clothed every naked model <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's a, that
2: is a, a ballsy thing to do um, yeah uh, for lack of a too. better term in this particular context but it feels like it's one of those things where like you're you're ri- you're risking someone actually finding something bad right. and then leaking not only i mean i think the thing there that would be the issue would be user data right like, if, yeah. if you're like, hey, Jeffy's on this site 22.6 hours a day, for example, mm-hmm. that would be a, a thing that might hurt mm-hmm. a career. Um, like, for example, well, I guess it could hurt Jeffy's career.
1: No, I don't think there's no. much you could do. I am
2: saying if Jeffy had accomplished something, if he happened to be that guy and not the guy he is.
3: Hmm. What is that? Mm-hmm.
1: What else do you have there, Jeffy? Not sure what that means. All
3: right. Now, the uh, second story that you were going to give
1: us in order. <laughs>
3: the second story mm-hmm. uh-huh. actually I'm looking forward to it it's a brand new book coming out the 24th of okay. this month alright All right. Uh, and it's actually kind of uh, uh, House of Cards-ish but they say that they've got uh, the, the title of the book is The Confessions of Congressman X yeah I heard a little bit about this it's, it's like 80 pages or something it's like 84 like pages okay. and uh, it's <laughs> uh, supposed to be confessions of what goes on it's this Robert Atkinson is a former chief of staff and press secretary for two Congressional Democrats, and he claims that he took notes and talked to these guys, and whichever one it is, they won't say, uh, gave him the okay to use these. And he goes on, they go on and, and quote all the stuff that he talked about in his meetings and on and on and on. And some of them were like, uh, uh, Most of my colleagues, I promise my constituents uh, a lot of stuff I can never deliver, but what the hell? If it makes them happy hearing it, then they're stupid enough to believe it. Shame on them. That's very Frank Underwood. Right? Yes. Yes, that is. Yeah, the whole thing is kind of House of Cards-ish, uh, with all the, you know, the the hatred and calling the people, you know, the voters stupid. And, mm-hmm. and I think it would be interesting for, you know, a quick
1: read. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's kind of making a little bit of noise in that people... And like apparently we know it's one of two guys, right? Do we, really? Well, I mean, he claims right. that he worked for these two, worked two guys. He worked right. uh, two congressmen. It wouldn't be that difficult to track that down. Right. I mean, I would assume that... Unless he's, is he going under an assumed name, or do we
3: know who he is for real? Uh, no, I, I don't know that we actually do know who it is. And he, one of the things that you'll like about him is that one chapter is titled Harry Reads a Pompous Ass. Well, that's for sure. I mean, so, everybody
2: oh, we, it's Pat. <laughs> yeah. Pat is obviously <laughs> the
3: source. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: by the way, on House of Cards, uh, you're, so you're not done with the last season, Jeffy? Almost. Mm. Almost oh, done? yeah. Um, I will not ruin anything for you, uh, you, you even though you ruin absolutely. you ruin it for stuff for me all the time. But you had complained <laughs> to me a long time ago that season three was was bad. Oh yeah, and that season four bounced back. You know, well, at least so far, yeah. I gotta say, I think uh, season four was a big disappointment. Oh wow!
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's just it's f- utterly absurd. So well, I gotta tell you that so far
3: I hate it when they do that. So far, where I'm at then has not reached the utterly absurd yet. Yeah, so it must be I that mean, last uh, last you know maybe I'll half of the like, segments
0: it's
2: i think any time before 2016 it would have been utterly absurd the fact that we have a freaking <laughs> reality show guy who might be president and i guess nothing's absurd anymore but it just that's struck me sure. as like all right okay yeah. okay come on right uh so i won't uh, i wonder if other people felt that way though because that's uh, watching it. that's how i felt like I was, I was almost like at one point during the season i was like eh. Do I really don't want to go on. that. see, this?
1: that's when I go away. When they get utter, utterly yeah. absurd, the arrow did that for me. It Just got just. I mean, you know, it's absurd anyway that, right. that that this guy shoots an arrow and he's he's a superhero all of a sudden. And but when everybody on the show becomes a superhero, I'm sorry. So you draw the line. I, I draw one the superhero. Yes, one superhero <laughs> per episode or per show, maybe per season. And then you can bring in another one, maybe, and they interact a little bit. You might have one or two. But when everybody the guy knows, his girlfriend, his sister, his father, his father-in-law, his nephew, his cousin, the grocer down the street, everybody's a superhero on it. Yeah, I'm done
2: with it. Most of that I agree with, uh, but most grocers are actually superheroes. That's actually
1: a fact. Oh wow! Yeah, most. I wish I would have known that going in. Yeah, then I would have. It, it's a series. little bit. Yeah, if you go to Albertsons, yeah? it's almost everybody there. Wow, who works there? Even well, the okay. stock people. <laughs> uh, all superheroes. Thank
3: you for sure. sharing that. One of the it. one of the things that House of Cards does, though, at least, and they set it, even set it up, uh, close to about a halfway through that last season, is that uh, uh, even Claire was like, uh, one thing that we have going for us is that we'll go that extra step that nobody else will go yes and that's where i think that's where i'm at so i think that now now we're going into the utterly absurd i get i get what you're saying there
2: it's still well done it's still intriguing it's just like the scenarios have become absurd but like uh, let me give you another one other thing on house of cards which i've noticed and I will not ruin anything uh, if you haven't watched it at all. And it's, it's, it's a worthwhile... It's four seasons so far. It's oh. worthwhile going through. It's, so much of
3: it is so good. It's, it, I mean, right it, it now, it's edgy. one of the basic, iconic uh, shows of It's the Netflix of show. Yeah.
2: And the Netflix show. I mean, like, really, the, the, the show that made mm-hmm. the company, mm-hmm. really, you could argue. Um, but it, it, one thing it does that I've never noticed um, I've never noticed in any other show is it'll end an episode with a cliffhanger, right? So, like, you get to the point, like, uh, you know, will... will um, the uh will frank underwood shoot this guy in the face or will he strangle this woman right like there's a the cliffhanger and it ends none of this is happening obviously in real life so it's about to happen and you go up and you're like oh my gosh he's about to do it and and the episode ends okay all right so it ends then the next episode starts and it's like after the guy was murdered two months ago uh and it's like they don't actually give you the moment they give you, like, the cliffhanger, and then they give you the aftermath. But they don't actually give you the moment. Ever? Not, I mean, not ever. But a lot of times, like, you go and it's like, they'll be like you know, mm-hmm. there's obviously, congr- you know, like, races going, political races. It's a, You know, it's a show about uh, the politics right. of Washington. Like, mm-hmm. they're, running a, uh, they're running a race, and they're running a race for some candidate they're working with. And, you know, the candidate is, uh, is really close. Is he going to win? Is he going to win? Is he going to win? And then they go to, they go, it's like election night, and there's all this drama. And then they go to commercial. And the episode is over, and then they come back, and the guy's been in Congress for two months. Wow! And they're just like, oh, and he's been working very hard on Frank Underwood's agenda. And it's like, oh, well, wait a minute, you didn't give me the actual win. Like, they do that all the time on the show.
3: Well, it gives you that, Mm -hmm. it gives you that, uh, we're going to build it up, and we know that you know we already won, so we're going to give you the aftermath, because we're dealing with the aftermath now. Right. But to me, Mm -hmm. it strikes me as a little bit of a cop-out, because, like,
2: you don't have to, you don't have to create the iconic moments of the show. It just, everyone fills in their own iconic moment, because it got really close to it, and then it ended, and then you just pick it up afterwards. It's it's really weird. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if I've ever seen a show do that before. Um, but it, that is—it happens pretty routinely on that this show. This is
1: groundbreaking television, my friend. I mean, it is. It it's is great. It is groundbreaking television. 888 back more patents and it coming up. we're back. I, I know you probably got worried there because we were away for two, three minutes, right? And sometimes you think, well my gosh, where'd they go? Why aren't they there anymore? But we're back. And this time we're pissed off. Uh triple eight seven two seven Beck. Uh here's from Mental Floss: nine items labeled American in other countries. Like uh Cinta Americana. In Spain. Yeah, as you know, I don't have to explain this to you, Stu. The versatile do anything tool we call duct tape is known as cinta americana or American tape. Yeah, no. It's not really. Yeah, I know. I know you knew that. I know. Uh, but a lot of. Oh, you're saying for the audience? Yeah, they didn't know that. Yeah, they're not cultured like us. <clears throat> no. You know, we have a lot of world travel. Oh, my gosh. The times uh, we've spent in Barcelona,
2: holy cow. Pat and I had spent a summer in Barcelona when we were both 18 years old. Yeah. Uh, it was a romantic. The sun, how it would come down and yeah. hit the buildings, and that yeah, magical beautiful. sunset. Beautiful. Around uh, four o'clock in the afternoon, five mm-hmm. o'clock, eight o'clock, whatever it sets there. It's great. Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was eighteen and you were four. <laughs> but we still had a good time. We That's had a heck your of a weird time. thing, dude. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what you were doing there. Uh, <laughs> uh,
2: American fist. Uh, <clears> they <throat> set of brass knuckles. It's called the America American fist. Um, I'm not gonna give you bother. What's the point of doing the you know the Why? Yeah, the the actual other language. I mean no one knows what it is. We're just right, saying, right. Uh, it says you know, uh, Poing American. American or American fist. You don't care what poing American. No. You don't care. No. So we're just gonna give you the uh, the translation.
1: Uh then there's American lettuce. Brazilian Portuguese has the term Alphonse Americana or American cheese American lettuce. To refer to iceberg lettuce or uh Lettuce like McDonald's uses. <laughs> so is iceberg, is lettuce, iceberg a- lettuce unique to us, or at least it's you know kind of our home, our home lettuce. It's, I actually like it. I love it.
2: I, I don't I really
1: love like iceberg the other lettuce. stuff. I don't really. Like I don't like point. romaine. My romaine wife is, is insisting on romaine or kale or some. Arugula. It has so many more nutrients. I don't care about the nutrients. Oh, yeah. Romaine is
3: so much better for you than iceberg. Iceberg is. No. The iceberg. I don't care. Don't you dare (laughs) tell us about the
1: healthiness of lettuce. Right. Don't Don't, you. You 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 of all
2: people in the world, don't you even try (laughs) to preach to us about the healthiness of lettuce.
3: You've never even seen (laughs) lettuce. You are so disappointing over your iceberg lettuce hate. I, mean, I, love know, I love it. I know, but I, love I mean your romaine hate. I'm sorry. I, I can deal your with iceberg. romaine. I will feel like the, the more it looks like it comes it. right off a tree,
2: the
1: worse it is. The crunchiness of iceberg. Yeah, that's cannot what I like, yeah. be beaten. Yeah.
3: Can't be beat. That's because it's just water. It's, it's crunchy, not, it it's do crisp for your
1: body. It's crisp and it the texture is great. <sighs> And it it tastes fine with a bunch of dressing on it. Yeah, and so uh, I like it. But I mean, Jeffy brings up a good and point, cheats.
2: which is what everyone says: it's just water from the care. same people to tell you to drink, <laughs> you have to drink eight glasses of water a day. So
1: it's so just what? water. So what? I thought oh, water get was good for. my nutrients from something else. I don't have to get it from lettuce. Right.
2: Exactly. I, don't I And care? like you know, the ones they come in, they look like little leaves, like they just fell off a tree in your front yard. I the little bib that. lettuce. They, they don't. They don't taste good. The little no. bib lettuce or the end. I don't like the endive. I don't like. I don't like the bibb I don't Bibles like the arugula. I don't like any. I mean, I can eat it. It's not the worst thing in the world. But like, I, if I have my choice, it's iceberg. I'm going Me too. Iceberg. Me too. I can Every deal time. with
1: romaine though. I, I can romaine deal with bother. romaine. Yeah. But it's not my favorite because it's limp. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not crisp. No, it yeah. is. I like crisp. You're, you're buying it old lettuce. You need to buy it fresh. No, it's even fresh. It's not as fresh crisp. Romaine as lettuce is well, crispy. Iceberg. Oh, the
2: middle God. of romaine lettuce is crispy, but then yes, have the yes, the middle is. Yeah.
1: So I yeah. mean, but it's iceberg, it's all
2: crispy. You know all what the is. best? You know what the best is too? Shredded iceberg. Yeah, I love. it. I love that. I love when it. They put it on the sandwiches like that. It's all yeah. shredded, like they put it in a little like uh, slicer. So then you're fooling your body. You think it's good? Oh, shut up! Don't tell me about
1: how healthy things are. You of all, seriously. Of all. Come on, man. In the world. Dude, no. In the world. I'm trying to help you. Boyfriend, don't go there. (laughs) See? (laughs) Um, How about uh, in
2: Russia, uh, roller coasters are known uh, as American Mountains.
1: Huh. Which I guess is. We actually have real mountains, too. Yeah, we do. They also build them. All right. Uh, There's American Salad. Slovenians call coleslaw American Salad, as do other countries in Eastern Europe. Now, in Thailand, this is interesting. You don't find a lot of uh,
2: American, Americanized Thai restaurants in Thailand, but they, uh, they have, of course, a rice, uh, fried rice situation, uh, and they, it America, they call it American fried rice, which uh, fried, there's nothing better than fried rice. I freaking love it. It's really do good.
1: You? Yeah, I do. I'm I mean, I'm fan. okay with it. I don't, I don't love any kind of rice. Really? Yeah. I, I like mean, it. rice is okay. It doesn't taste like anything, usually a rule, I mean, you've got to you got to do a lot yeah, of stuff got, to it to yeah, make it good, a, yeah. right? Fried rice is one of those things I can just fried rice is, right is a bed it. for something delicious on top of it, well, okay, yeah. <laughs> isn't it? <Yeah. laughs> That's what right. Fried rice is a, is a is a vehicle to put ham in.
2: Ham? <laughs> yes. Is ham common ham in fried, fried rice? rice?
1: Yes, you got to have that. Is that The real? brown... Ham yes. fried rice? Yes. I feel like I... I it's a thing.
2: Jeffy's That's looking thing. at me, like looking at the world as I am right now. Oh, you don't yeah. put ham in your brown fried rice? Come on. No, I mean, I've seen... Ch- I've heard of chicken. I've heard, like, you put, yeah. like, you know, whatever, um, some, you know, Kung Pao chicken or uh, General Sao's chicken comes with fried rice, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I've never seen ham
1: really no. little cubes little no. cubes of ham in there mm. come on no. huh. i like it though right. uh maybe it's a Those aren't thing. that's not ham yeah no it, no it is it's <laughs> not cat that's what you to say. Uh, all right then there's uh american stock in belgium stores that carry camping and hunting equipment tools boots surplus all that stuff uh, they often go by Americanese stock or American stock because that's what Americans do is we, ca- we camp and we hunt. And we shoot and things. And we fish and mm-hmm. we shoot
2: things. Um, it, uh, a, a term in uh, Poland called free, they, it translates to free American, kind of means, um, first of all, it's a type of wrestling, which is kind of anything goes. But then it also just means, generally speaking, anything goes. Um, and that's because that's we're where, where the crazy Wild West with no rules or restrictions. Yeah, because you know our society and all. No, we're it's crazy. It's so
1: wild. We're crazy. <laughs> uh, then there's a, in Dutch a casual potluck party where everybody drinks a, brings a dish. I guess that that does happen in America. Mm-hmm. It's a potluck party. Everybody, everybody brings something. They call that an American party. Brazil also uses festa americana to describe that type of event.
3: Well, well they also call that a sex roulette party. <laughs> no,
1: I. It's not. What they're really talking about here. Oh. No. Uh, Jeffy. So. You sure? Yeah, pretty sure.
3: Okay. Um,
2: uh, let's, uh, give me, let's do this real quick. This is a, a list uh, for a mental philosophy of, and I'm so excited about this one: uh, international Coca-Cola products you can't buy in the U.S. Wait, uh, like, why are there so many things we can't
1: get here? That's a good is question. That, is that a, a, a USDA thing? Is that, because uh, we always have these stories, like every f- yeah. three or six months, we, we've got some story about stuff. Delicious things yeah. that you can buy elsewhere in the world, but you can't get them here. I think
2: a lot of times it's because they're catered for like international markets, like their tastes, you know, they're like different weird things. Um, yeah. and, but I mean, I, try us. We're big fat idiots. Right. So we'll eat anything. We'll eat anything. And just bring it here. And look, yeah. at <laughs> look at us. Look at us.
1: Look at us. Look at it. We're going to eat it, obviously. We're the seventh fattest nation on earth. Yeah. We're going to so. eat whatever you bring. We're number, number, number one. It no. used to be. Used to be. <laughs> Not anymore.
2: Uh, Sparletta was made in South Africa since uh, since 1955. It's one of the most popular soft drinks throughout Southern Africa. Um, it has got uh, cherry plum. That sounds pretty good. I tried yeah. cherry plum soda. Coca- coconut pineapple? I mean, wow. I'm all in on that. Come on. Hmm. Bring it here. Mm. I drink that stuff. Mm,
1: yeah. Mm. It kind of lost me on the coconut pineapple, but I like mm. the cherry plum. Uh, Kinley soda is available in Central Europe. It's immensely popular in India. Uh, comes in a range of carbonated fruit flavors, and, like bitter grapefruit and raspberry. Huh, that might be interesting to try, and some more basic things like tonic water and club soda. According to Coke, Kinley has become the number one soda brand in India since its launch in 2002. Well, then why not try it here? Should give it a whirl. I mean, can a billion people be wrong? We'll, we'll, eat we'll, know, have, maybe. Some. we'll maybe. have some. I don't I, know. Um, bitter I'm grapefruit, not sure, but we we should try
2: it out. Raspberry is a, is an interesting flavor. There's not a huge raspberry. Uh, soda flavor. No, no but mixes. I like raspberry. Was, they, used to, they used to make something called Rascal, which was uh, raspberry and lime flavored. It's a long really? time ago. Yeah, back in probably the nineties. That sounds like it's promising. It was pretty delicious. Pretty delicious. Sounds pretty good. Some of the like weird like um, uh, like health food mm. stores and. Um, uh, like stores that will, they carry like micro brewed beers and sodas, like they'll carry stranger flavors like that, I've seen, you know, raspberry and stuff like that. But it's it's pretty rare.
3: Yeah, I mean, they um, they mix the uh, lemonade with raspberry a lot. You get the raspberry lemonade, which yeah. is pretty darn yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, that's that that that's very good.
1: Uh, also, Fresca is a grapefruit flavored soda. I would say. So. Fresca's nasty. I like it. No, I like it. I don't I don't Fresca. I fresca I don't I don't I don't is nasty. Tab both are nasty. Well, the new um, oh, Fresca's oh, so got tab three tab new flavors. Which is I like didn't a, even know Fresca existed anymore. Oh yeah,
2: oh yeah. They even have Fresca. There's a corner bakery which is mm. a uh, chain. That you can you know like a deli yeah, a breakfast yeah. place. They actually have Fresca bite at the tap.
1: really, yeah.
2: Wow. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, fresca, They have a peach Fresca which is delicious. I'm a big peach flavored uh, fan. Fan mm-hmm. of like sodas. And, so, is, I was thinking, I but no raspberry. Um, yeah, they don't have raspberry though. I don't so think so. Good. They have a. Hmm. You're right. You're right. I like that, Jeffy. Uh, thumbs up. Uh, how about the that? Thumbs up. You don't spell it with a B. It was introduced in the '70s. Purchased by Coke in 1993, uh, and is very popular in India. Do you have a, a picture of that uh, beverage? Is described by the Coca-Cola Company as a strong cola with a spicy bite. There is a. Um, hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm, as you know, I'm a soda. So historian. A spicy
1: cola. So it's like, it's hot, spicy. Uh,
2: I don't know. I, there, there is, is a, a weird in a cola. Pepsi released goodness. a soda. Uh, in the United States, uh, <laughs> in probably like early 2000s, um, called Pepsi Holiday Spice, mm-hmm. uh, which was a delicious, it felt like you were, it was like Pepsi
1: mixed with like the smell of Christmas. <laughs> and that's what it tasted like. It was pretty mm. good, though. Yeah, it uh, sounds pretty good. They should bring it back. Wouldn't mind that. That's was pretty good. All right, back. more Pat and Stu coming up. This, uh, Donald Trump tweet. Yeah, the, uh, the Megyn Kelly interviews tonight, and they started leaking uh, portions yeah, of released, the interview last released week. At least
3: two or three segments, a little right. so. So my understanding is it? the interview is already done, right? Well, yeah, it's done. Yeah, and we've oh, seen yeah. clips of it. Seen clips of it. Right? She already talked about going over yeah. to Trump Tower and making it happen. I mean, it happened right. right. From but there. that was the that was just the that was the initial conference. summit. Yes,
0: and
1: they then had. they went back, but and then they, did they went the back there. and they did the interview. And last week we had a clip from it.
2: Right. I thought so. So So he's tweeted today. I look forward to watching Megan Kelly tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern time. It will be interesting to see how she treats me. I
1: think she will be very fair. That is so bizarre because it's already happened, right? It's already happened. and Everybody knows it's already happened. What are you doing? I don't know. Well, they, but so, that, obviously, that does, she, she treated it easy it him,
2: him incredibly good. Yeah. She easy on him. She went easy on him, then. So, I mean, that's a disappointing. That's really Hopefully disappointing. Hopefully not. We'll, we'll see. We'll have clips for you tomorrow on the, on the program, uh, obviously, on radio. And, and yeah. tomorrow, what's it? yeah, probably here, too. Yeah. Yes. Um, we'll get you some clips of that. Uh, you know, I mean, it would be interesting to look at it. I really was hoping she'd go after him. However, as I said on radio, it's sort of
1: lost its, it's luster. It's anticlimactic uh, now. With, with no because, opponent. Yeah, nobody's you know. there anymore. And it doesn't really matter. So, why, you know, I guess... and. She did this, though. She recorded this, I think, when Ted was still in the race. So there was reason to, you know, call him out on the carpet. But apparently uh, I'd be really surprised now if she did any of that because Trump liked the interview, obviously. Yeah. All right. See you tomorrow. All right. Toodles. Bye. Bye.